Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 143. Today, I want to help you answer the age-old dilemma in network marketing, which is this. How do you handle people on your team that say all the right things? They sign up, they're excited, they're serious, they want their life to change, right? They talk a really good game and you get excited because they're excited because how long has it been since you've had someone like that on your team? But then sadly enough, nothing really happens. They don't take action. They're not as motivated as they said, and, and you're left as a leader wondering, what, how do I handle this person? Because they're on one hand, they're telling me something, but on the other hand, their actions are saying something differently. And I know how frustrating that can be when you get your expectations and your hopes up for a new recruit only to have them kind of fizzle out. And we're left in this kind of no man's land where we've got a bunch of those kind of people on our team and we don't really know how should we be treating them, how should we be leading them. So I'm going to answer that question for you today. And I'm going to share with you one of the most valuable lessons that I've ever been taught when it comes to leadership in network marketing. And and here's what it is. We've got to learn how to start to work with those people that deserve our support, not the ones that need our help. And I'm going to break that down for you, and I'm going to explain it to you because it's a very, very important lesson for all of you. So I hope everybody is uh, dealing with the quarantine well. I, I don't know. What week is it? I'm, Shannon asked me the other day, how many weeks have we been quarantined? I'm, I don't even know. Um, but we're, we're making it our way through it. Baby JP turned two months, uh, two days ago. We almost forgot. Life has just been so turned upside down. Shannon and I were sitting there at the end of the day after we put both of the kids down. And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, JP's two months old today. So uh, he's doing great. He's definitely getting bigger. But I'll tell you, the quarantine is real. And I'm just going to prepare all y'all that have been watching my videos. Quarantine hair is a very real thing. It's going to be a problem for me. I'm just telling you. I get my hair cut every two weeks on the regular because if you haven't noticed, I got a lot of hair and um, you're going to really see the full effect of it soon. <laughs> I'm doing these daily lives and I already see it coming in, man. I got a little wave that starts to come in and, it, and it's going to just, I'm going to have to just start wearing hats when I do videos. I, I don't know how much longer this is going to go on. But anyway, I know, I know you can feel the pain, but let's get focused on the message for today. So let me talk, let me explain to you this concept which I think is a critical one for leadership and network marketing as a leader and as our team grows. Because this, this will only become a bigger problem for you if you don't develop this habit and this mindset early on when you're growing your team. As your team becomes bigger and bigger and there's more demands on your time, it's going to be even more of a problem for you. But one of the most valuable lessons I learned was this. You have to learn how to work with those that deserve your support, not the ones that need your help. And the one thing that I really want all of you to understand is this. You got to hear me loud and clear when I say this. It is not your job to make people successful on your team. It's not your job to make 
people successful. And I think a lot of times we forget this because we so desperately want to see people succeed. We want to see the people win on our team. How many times have you found yourself in a position where you just want it so much more than they do? And what do we wind up doing? As our team grows, we wind up spending the majority of our time with all of these people that are on our team that, if we're honest, are not as committed or motivated or serious, but we think in our mind, maybe we can make them that way. Maybe we can make them something they're not. We try to motivate the unmotivated. We try to get the uncommitted. We try to get them to commit. We try to sell them on their own life of wanting to create a better life. And this, all this winds up doing is it drains so much of our time and energy. And then at the same time, we always have this small handful of people on our team. And as your team grows, that handful becomes larger. We have this percentage, this very small percentage of people on our team that don't need our help because they're leaders and they go out there and they do their own thing. And they can go out and create results. So what we naturally do is we just leave those people alone. We let them do what they do. And we focus on everybody else. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that leaders make. Here's the hardest lesson that you're going to learn is you've got to start being intentional about who you spend your time with. If you're spending all your time with those that need your help, because look, There will never be a a shortage of people lining up to ask for your help. But the question you have to ask yourself, does this person deserve my time? And the ones that deserve your time, in my mind, are the ones that are committed. And here's, here's how we measure commitment. Commitment is not measured by what you say. Look, it's one thing. You can tell me all day long you want to be successful. You want your life to change. You want your husband to come home from work. You want to spend more time with your kids. You can tell me that all day long. But unless your actions are supporting those words, meaning unless you're willing to show up every day and do the work, because that's how you measure commitment, not through words, through actions. My, one of my early mentors always used to tell me, Bob, don't listen to what people say. Watch their feet. What are they showing you through their actions? Because that reveals to, to you whether they're committed to their own success. And that's the thing. Like if you're not willing to show up and do the work, like at a minimum, committing to your own success, then why should I commit to your success? Why should I spend several hours every week on the phone with you, talking you through, trying to motivate and pump you up? Why should I commit my time that I'm taking away from my family, other things that are important to me in life, that I'm taking away from other people on this team that might be more deserving of that time? Every minute you spend with someone that wants to take your time but doesn't do anything with it, you are robbing from someone else in your life. But I fell into this trap for a very long time right? My team started to grow. I had all these people reaching out to me for help. And I was just happy that I finally had that because I get it. I went so long without a team. I was just grateful that I had people that wanted my support. But what I noticed was this. I was just randomly giving it to whoever was asking for it. And I found myself every week having the same conversations over and over again with people, talking them through problems and challenges. And it would never, it was like a, it was like a broken record. It was like Groundhog Day. And what I noticed was this, they never did anything about it. They just loved to complain, right? They just wanted me to be there for them. And and what started happening, and this is so crazy, and and I'm just being real here, and I bet a lot of you feel this way, I literally started to resent my team. 
I started to resent the fact that there were so many people that I was engaged in this kind of a relationship with. But here's what I wasn't willing to admit. I was the problem because I was giving them my time. Even though, right, and I was doing all these coaching calls, and I bet a lot of you are doing these same kinds of calls, where you have people every week that are scheduling coaching calls with you or every couple of weeks, and they're doing nothing. But you continue to allow them to schedule the calls. You are enabling them. I was enabling these people. And what I didn't realize was this. That was sending a very bad message. Because the message it was sending was that I don't respect my own time. And the reason why that message was being sent was because I kept giving it to people that in their hearts, they knew they didn't deserve it because they weren't doing anything. And that's the interesting thing. If you don't respect your own personal time, is it fair for you to get angry at somebody else that isn't doing that? That's going to be the natural byproduct. You don't respect your time. They're not going to respect your time. Here's what's so interesting. When I started to wake up to this and I really started to look at like how much time was I spending each week supporting these types of people? Because I was doing a lot of these coaching calls when I finally made the decision to create some boundaries around who got my time and I started valuing my time. Like you don't, I'm not here. And, and as a leader, this needs to be your mentality. Like I'm not here to just give my time to anybody that wants it. I'm here to give it to the ones that deserve it the ones that are committed, the ones that are taking action, the ones that are showing me that they, that they deserve that support. When I changed that, I actually stopped doing calls with some people. And here's what's so interesting that I found. Some of them actually were glad that I did that. Here's what's so crazy. And if you do coaching calls with people, and I know a lot of you do, and this is probably striking a chord with you, some of those people that you just keep going through this process with, they're doing the calls with you only because you tell them to. If you had to get on the phone every week with someone in your upline that you looked up to a mentor, but you know in the back of your mind, you, you aren't working your business, would you look forward to that call every week? No. But you'd schedule it if your upline told you to, wouldn't you? Because you respect them. See, here's what you don't realize. You're making these things available. People are doing it sometimes because they feel like they have to, but they don't even want to. How is that possibly going to ever be a productive activity for you in your business? So what I'm trying to get you to understand is this. Time is your most valuable asset you will ever have in your business because there's only a finite amount of time and there's only one you. Now, for those of you that have a little team, this is not as big of a problem for you. But the sooner you develop this mindset, the sooner you start respecting your time, the faster your team will start to grow because people, when they have your time, they'll take it that much more seriously. Right? They'll start showing up in a way that they never have before. But if you don't adopt these habits and this mindset early on, as your team grows, it's going to become a problem. And, and you don't believe me? Ask any leader in your company that didn't do a good job with this, that has a big team. Ask them what their life is like. I bet you it's crazy. They're getting pulled all these different directions, putting out fire, spending time with people that are just draining them and pulling them down. And what I want you to understand is it doesn't have to be that way. You're not going to build a dynasty in this profession. You're not going to build a business that gives you freedom by trying to be everything to everybody. The way that you build a legacy business in this profession is by getting really clear on who are the best people that deserve your support and working with those people in a more intentional way. And that's the second part of this, realizing it's not our job to make people successful. If you're, you got to be able to let people go. Sometimes loving someone is letting them go. When you know you're enabling them and their behaviors, 
Sometimes the most loving thing to do is to just let them go. It doesn't mean you won't be for them if there if you need them, but it means you have to honor your time and your responsibility to the other people in your team. How about the other people in your life? How about that hour that you spend on that coaching call every week? What if you gave that hour to your kids or to your husband? What do you think would be a more fulfilling use of your time? What if you use that hour for your own personal business to do reach outs, to connect with new people, to generate new business? There's You've got to start taking an inventory of how you're spending your time. So we got to learn how to let people go. And we have to change the belief that we have that it's our job to make people successful because it isn't. It is your job as a leader to empower and help those that already have the drive and the motivation to want to succeed. They just need a little bit of extra help. And this is where working with those that deserve your support comes into play. You'll notice that the vast majority of the production of your team is never going to come from more than probably 10% of the people on your team. So that means if you've got 100 people on your team, you're lucky if you have 10 people that are consistently producing. Now, some of you might have a little bit more. That's great. But the bigger your team gets, the lower that percentage will be. And the mistake that most leaders make is they just let those people go because they don't need you, right? They don't need you, but they really do. Because here's the thing you don't realize. They'll never tell you that they need you. And that's the thing with working with those that deserve your support. They won't ever ask for help. They don't want to feel like they're bothering you. And they can go out and do it on their own. But what you don't realize is they're struggling because it's not going as fast as they want. They feel lost. They feel alone. One of the biggest failings that I see leaders do is they don't create enough connection and relational support for their best people. Sometimes we take them for granted. And when you can begin to shift and you can begin to take an inventory of your time and start spending more intentional time with your best people, your entire business will transform and change. You know, when you look at most of the top earners in your company, I bet they can attribute the vast majority of their team probably comes through only maybe a handful of people. In my last network marketing business, we built a team of 100,000 customers. 80,000 of those customers came through three different people, three different teams basically, but there were three leaders that really spearhead that growth. And those were three people that I worked very closely with, that I held accountable, I challenged. We were constantly in weekly communication, right? Sharing our results, our activities. There was a very high level of accountability and communication going on. We were pushing each other because we needed that. Look, think of it. You need that, don't you? Don't you find at times you feel lost and alone and off track and you need someone to give you a kick in the, you know what? It's probably why you listen to my podcast. Well, if you feel that way, what makes you think that your team doesn't feel that way? And the question you have to ask yourself, have you been failing them because you haven't been providing that to them? Because here's the reality. If you have someone on your team that's a great performer, if they don't feel like they're getting the kind of support that they need to grow to the next level, you risk them leaving and going somewhere where they think they can. Because that's what you have to understand. We will never reach our own potential on our own. This is the reason why I will never not have a coach Any area of my life that I'm looking to improve, I hire a coach. This is the reason why we launched our coaching program, Next Level Leadership, because I know there are so many of you out there, advanced level network marketing leaders that feel lost, like you're stuck in your own growth because you don't have someone to coach you to that next level. But this is what you have to provide to your team. Your team is feeling this way. 
And if you can start focusing more on working with those that deserve, here's what will happen. Number one, you'll accelerate the process of growth for these people. You can take someone that's good and help them become great. You can take somebody that's great, make them extraordinary. You can take someone that's extraordinary and they can become world-class on your team, but they will not do it by themselves. Very rarely is, very rare is the individual that can push themselves to that point. Most of us, almost all of us need some external help. And a lot of times that help is just communicating weekly and sharing. And if they're more advanced leaders, it's coaching, but it's also more just kind of like a mastermind. Like, hey, let's once a week, let's hold each other accountable. Let's get together. Let's discuss issues. Let's make sure we're, we're, the vision is in place. We're keeping each other on track. Like this is something that you are required to do as a leader, but I see so few leaders actually doing it. So if you can work with those that deserve your support more, you'll see your team will actually grow faster because you're solidifying these relationships and you're helping these producers grow quicker. The second thing that will happen is this. You will find your business to be a much more pleasurable experience because you're not wasting your time investing into people that really aren't doing anything with it. You're becoming resentful in some cases. You're your cup's not getting filled up because you know you're just emptying into other people's, your business will start to become more fulfilling and fun because you will be working with and spending more time with people that actually want your help, that will do something with it. See, one of the things that makes it really, that, that makes this difficult is you pour all this time and wisdom and training into people that nothing happens. And that, that's disheartening over time. We want to know that the time we invest into people is actually yielding results. And when you see people that are actually doing stuff with what you teach them, have breakthroughs and grow and achieve new ranks, it is one of the most fulfilling things you will ever do in your business. All the money in the world that I've ever made doesn't even come close to the feelings that I've had in my career when I see someone win in a big way and I know that I played a part in that. When you see someone on your team, when you know where they started and you see the transformation and where they are today and how much their life has changed and you know without a shadow of a doubt, now you're not taking credit for it, but you know you played a major role because of the mentorship you provided them. It's one of the most fulfilling parts of this profession. But a lot of leaders are robbed of that because they're not spending their time wisely. And I know a big part of this for a lot of you is you just don't have a plan, right? Your team's growing and you're just, you're just kind of doing what's ever in front of you. There's, you're not intentional. There's no system for you telling which person do I work with? How do I work with them, right? You're just kind of going with the flow. But I'll tell you, if you're staying busy every week, but there's no bigger plan on how that time is being spent, you're not headed in the right direction. All you'll do is maintain your current results at best. You want to go to the next level. You want to go to the next rank. You want to scale your business and your results. You got to start getting intentional. And this is one of the most important areas. So look, if you need help in this area, this is what we do, right? This is our specialty, leadership, coaching, and training for network marketers. And if you've not yet taken our leadership assessment, I urge you to do that. It is a framework that we've created to help diagnose where you are in your development and growth as a leader. So if you've not taken the leadership assessment yet, uh, make sure you do that. We'll put the, these links in the show notes. 
But all you have to do is go to yourvirtualupline.com forward slash get started. We'll put that link in the show notes. And hey, look, at the time of this being published, um, there's only a couple of days left for you to join the Legacy Leadership Academy for free. We are offering it uh, open to anybody that wants to join free for the month of April. We are closing that offer down on the 15th. Wednesday the 15th is the last day, April 15th. The last day you can enroll for free, you'll get access through the end of April. After the 15th, we're closing that down. I'm pretty sure we'll never do that again. So if you haven't taken me up on that offer yet, highly encourage you to do that. But more than anything, I hope that you got some value out of the episode today. I hope all of you are managing through this quarantine fine. And I hope that the podcast and the content that we've been putting out there has has been a help in some way, shape, or form. But as always, I love all of you for being here. Thanks for being a part of this community. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. And uh, I'll see you next week on the next episode. Take care. 